Two Fit Crazies and a Microphone podcast is brought to you by the Seaside Half Marathon and 5K on October 20th, 2019, starting at the Sawmill Cafe in Seaside Park at 8 a.m. The half starts at 9 a.m. And Brian, do you know anyone pacing that race? I do. I know two people pacing that race. Actually, I know more than that, but I know the two of us. So join Brian and myself pacing. Actually, we'll be pacing the first two groups at the Seaside Half Marathon. Medals to all finishers of both races. And run the 5K and the half, earn both individual race medals and also earn a third challenge medal along with long sleeve tech shirts to all entrants. It's uh, the race benefits the Marine Mammal Stranding Center, which is a really cool thing when the mammals will come up on the beach and things like that. They actually Dad used service. to do that stuff yeah. with the sea turtles so and whatnot. How cool. Great benefit for that. Um, the Triborough First Aid, which is, uh, you know, the seaside uh, local first aid squad, and uh, the Ocean Running Club's scholarship fund. Um, cool thing this year, too. Awesome. What are they doing, Christine? They're going green. Yes. So they're eliminating all the plastic cups from the water stops. They're using paper only. And they're adding a refilling station. So some, most, some people run with their handheld so they can refill those as they go during the race. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. So let's give you that time and date again. It's the uh, 20th of, of uh, October. Uh, there's a 5K starts at 8. The half marathon starts at 9. If you complete both races, you can actually uh, get a, a third medal for the challenge race. Uh, you know, it's a really, really fun event. Um, the uh, It's been on going on for quite a long time, uh, and it's a great half marathon, super flat, going to have awesome, awesome pacers. I'm pacing the 135 group. Christine's pacing the 140 group, and then there's going to be five-minute increments uh, of pace groups. Brian told me I can't pass them because then All I would the be at the back. wrong pace. Yeah, you better chill out, Conti. It's going to be great. I'm going to run nice, even splits. We're going to have a good time. It's going to be fantastic. You're going to run a 135 if you run with me. I'm not. We're going to be good. So everyone, make sure um, they're all over Facebook, all over media. Um, if you get onto Instagram, um, it's ORC Seaside Half. Make sure that you get on the right one. You don't want to be joining anything in Florida, okay, because that could mess you up. So definitely in New Jersey. Um, please get on their website and all of their information we're actually going to put up on our website, which is twofitcrazies.com. You could click right on there, register, get involved. It is going to be fantastic. Join us. Yeah, yeah. What else are we brought to you by? So we're also brought to you by Conti Fitness and Wellness. That's ContiFitness.net. So make sure if you are interested in living a better quality life, you want some, you know, extra run training or you want to add a little extra, you know, fitness and wellness into your life. You want to feel good. Reach out. I work with a lot of people, whether it be online. I do certifications. And uh, if I'm not traveling and all over, um, Check out Let's Face It Together, the facial exercise and rehabilitation that is sweeping the country. Get a manual. All right, looking younger by the day. And uh, contifitness.net. Also brought to you by High Five Health and Fitness. Again, that's my company. We're going to create some positive change in your life with uh, programs to improve your health, nutrition, your mindset, and everything else that we have going on. We do one-on-one programs. We do group programs. Uh, you know, online uh, it can be done or, uh, you know, locally if you are living in the area. Uh, we could take care of you in my office. Um, uh, we've got a lot going on. So, uh, you know, uh, as the uh, – 
calendar turns to September, it's always a good opportunity to reset, right? We, uh, we always see that uh, turn to September and after Labor Day as a little bit of almost like a, a New Year's Day. So good time to take care of yourself and everything that you have going on because uh, life is sweet. And maybe you want to run a great race this fall and you want to reach out to Brian or myself to help you reach your goals. Always. You want to talk about running, you're not going to wear me out, that's for sure. Endurance athletes, it. right, Conti? We can we, hang in there with hey, the best of them. What do you guys need? <laughs> Brian and I got you covered. Reach out to us. <laughs> All right. So here we go. Next episode coming your way. Enjoy. It's Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are Two Fit Crazy. And the microphone. We are where it's at. Brian, how you doing? I'm fantastic. Fantastic for 119, episode 119. That's right. To fit crazies, you better like and subscribe. Is all I have to say about that. We need that. It's That's very hard. important to us. You know the uh, the uh, subscriptions keep us rolling, and it's good for uh, you know putting the, uh, helping us put a good product out for you guys. It's uh, you know it's certainly important for us to spread our message of health and wellness and feeling good and network connect. How can we help you? We're here to give back. Yeah, and uh, you know who's pretty amazing? Who's giving back to the world? Oh, it is. Miss Connie Martin, who uh, is joining us today from outside of Chicago at Aurora. Aurora. Illinois. I hit her up with the Wayne's World. I'm sorry. Aurora, oh, Illinois. It's great. It's great. It's <laughs> I mean, it's like I hear Aurora. That's like the first thing mm-hmm. I think about is the gigantic uh, hockey player on top of the donut <laughs> shop. <laughs> My right? sister doesn't live far from there. Yeah. In, uh, Naperville. Naperville. Right there, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Connie, you're going to hear her story. Not only, I mean, she is. She actually did joke, and uh, sometimes we joke on here about, you know, we do with uh, Steve Feinberg, Steve, Steve, and Amon, because he's involved in so many businesses. But Connie, we were, she was bringing up all these different things she's involved in, and she brought it up herself. Yeah, she said, you know, I I'm, told you I'm, she's I'm, awesome. Yeah, she says, my friends ask me if I'm Jamaican. You know? <laughs> she's like, Amon. <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, like, I wasn't going to say it. That was awesome. But uh, yeah, it's, uh, you, you know, it's, it's interesting. She definitely has a lot going on. 31 years in the fitness industry. That's right. And you know, the, the was first. Was a teacher school, as well. School teacher. But the first, you know, the first class that she said she taught was a, was a Christian gospel, gospel dance aerobics. fitness. You know, it's some d- Christian gospel dance fitness. And, you know, from there she's really taken to, um, the aquatic end of, uh, of, of fitness and, and teaching a lot of, um, uh, classes in the pool. Uh, come to the water is something that she says in, into the, in this one where she's, she's in these classes and she's teaching, you know, 30, 40 people at a time in the pool. Uh, you know, a very unique form of fitness that is overlooked. Uh, obviously, you need some sort of, uh, you know. This a, a, is a first for us with the Aqua. A, you need an f- educator, yeah, and you need a facility, obviously, that that will will be able to uh, have those classes. And uh, you know, a form of resistance when your resistance is literally all around your body can become a tremendous uh, form of of uh, resistance training and and high heart rate, and they have different styles. It ain't and just methods. for grandma. Uh-huh. And by the way. She is a grandma and she's pretty awesome. She's so, awesome. She's amazing. Um, I met Connie actually. We talk about this in, um, you know, presenting around the country for fitness conventions. And I have to mention this. Um, Connie is pretty amazing. She's actually on the board of directors for education and whatnot. A couple of her peers, and I'm going to be involved in this in the spring, um, are starting their own fitness convention called the Move Fitness Convention. 
Um, it's going to be in Atlanta. We're going to put all the information up there. Um, it's actually running out of the Georgia Tech like Aquatic Center and Fitness Center. It's going to be pretty amazing in Atlanta. Um, I'm super excited for her and their group because this is a chance for a lot of people that you know may not be able to afford to take their brands, which are amazing, um, and go and bring it to a different arena, different parts of the country. I am so excited for her to it's a do really, this. Really, really good opportunity for people out there with uh, with with their brands, and and also for people to to go and check it out. Get educated, and, and, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it's going to be uh, dance, uh, fitness, uh, you know, orientated plus the aqua meditation, yeah. and oh, it's yeah. So it's uh, you know, it's going to be a lot. She talks about it on the show. Also, oh, we have to mention this. Amazing, w- just like like. Once you think some of our guests are like, yeah, maybe they're in fitness or they brought on. All of a sudden, and I knew this about her, but I didn't know the whole story. How freaking awesome is this, this story? It, this is you guys like are gonna be an amazing away. life story. And, and again, you know, this show, we do it and I love podcasting and I love talking to everybody and finding out what they're all about in, in addition that our to- our fitness would go into the Underground Railroad? So what? Connie's ancestors, uh, they were able to go back and, and, and research and find out exactly where how they came to the country. They came on slave ships. They were sold as a family in Annapolis, Maryland. And beyond, they were, they were slaves. And they, they lived as slaves. And they had a unique way of communicating um, with other slaves uh, in the area and, and, and mapping their way through or communicating the message of how to um, navigate the Underground Railroad. And it was done through quilts. Did you know that, Brian? I didn't know that at all. I no, didn't Mind know, blown. No, I, it was I like, didn't know it was quilts. Yeah. I thought there were some other things that I have for because I used to teach, obviously, English and yeah. have taught a lot of, you know. And there was always, yeah, I know that there but was. But I didn't know the. Maps and tail patterns. And, yeah. It was flags and all these different things. but And then for her to. Her mom passes this along to her, and she lectures and and educates others. And it, I mean, intense, fascinating, and and just like another layer, yeah, to and being an educator and giving back. So, in addition to uh, presenting, uh, you know, nationwide, worldwide, with uh, in fitness, Connie has a um, you know a lecture series that she does on the quilts and the information that was passed on to her from her, you know, from her mother and from her grandmother and her, from, you know, passed on to her mother from her great grandmother. And, uh, you know, just the information, some of the coding and, 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 uh, you know, what it meant. And, and she actually has these quilts and just heavy, heavy, heavy stuff. Um, but, uh, but, but very interesting. And uh, I think that you're really going to appreciate listening to this and, and finding out a little bit more, uh, than you probably bargained so for. Cool. Yeah. So cool. Uh, episode 119 is, is a doozy and Connie is awesome and, uh, you know, it was fantastic to have her on the show. So, uh, uh, let's get after it. Episode 119 of the Two Fit Crazies and a Microphone podcast. Here we go.
Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are Two Fit Crazies. And a microphone. We are where it's at. You know where it's at, Brian. Uh, two Fit Crazies and a microphone podcast. Well, yeah. Like, subscribe. Episode, you know, all that fun stuff. Definitely like and subscribe. Episode 119. That was my address when I grew up. 119 Araka Road. Are they? All right. In Babylon. Yeah. It strikes a chord, Connie. And Connie Martin is our guest today, coming in from Illinois, correct? Yes. <laughs> Aurora, Aurora, Illinois, second largest city in Illinois. I've, I've, I, uh, I, it's been brought to my attention. Yes. <laughs> Connie Martin, how are you doing today? You are fantastic. So what's going Thanks. on? I'm doing phenomenal. Excited. Doing great. Okay. So we got to get into this. Uh, for our listeners, you know, our guests, obviously, we say they don't just fall into our studio or fall into our, you know, Zoom links or Skype or whatnot. I have to say that, um, you know, my involvement with SCW and Brian and I with our podcast and presenting at the Club Industry Business Summit, um, I got a chance to cross paths with Connie Martin and I always heard about her. There's a lot of us fitness pros that, you know, you there's so many sessions and so much going on at these big fitness conventions that you may hear about people and, and try and get in to see them or meet them. And it's just, it's not going to happen in, you know, one or two times. And I finally got a chance to uh, spend some time and get to know Connie. And uh, that was what in, in San Francisco, right? Yes. This, there was San Francisco this spring and <laughs> we pile into a, what did what this was this is great, Brian. We go out to dinner. Our our good friend Trisha Silverman organizes dinner, right? So yeah. it's it's Trisha Silverman, great and Trisha's. We all know Trisha Silverman, check her out on the podcast. Um Ilion Han, <laughs> who is also a riot. Yuri Rocket, who's just I'll who, leave it at that. Who hasn't been on the show yet. Exactly. Connie Martin and myself. Every mm-hmm. single one of us were from a different part of the country or the world. We all had different dialects, all different like backgrounds, nationalities, like <laughs> ethnicities, religions. It was like freaking like Ellis Island yeah, it's out like to dinner. Fitness chaos. And Connie, you were freaking hysterical. And I'm so glad that I had a chance to cross paths with you because you're a riot and you're intelligent and you're, you've got so many amazing things going on. So, um, what, uh, what are you up to right now, Connie, that you're in, uh, doing fitness stuff? Um, I, well, first of all, um, thank you for inviting me to your podcast show. I'm happy to be here. I have been in the fitness industry for, uh, a very, very long time, uh, about 31 years. Um, and I started in 1998, actually, um, teaching Christian uh, gospel aerobics. I think that's where I got my first start in fitness. Um, but I was also an education major in college. So I actually am a retired school teacher. Here, here, uh, good company, Connie. You know this. <laughs> we call them recovering school teachers mm-hmm. here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, well, I think I'm full, I think I'm fully recovered from full time uh, school teaching. I retired in 2015. However, I do tutor on the side. I have a first grader that uh, that I've been tutor. I tutored all last year um, and the year before, two years now. Um, I just do it once a week, just for fun, just for kicks. Um, but I do enjoy being around, um, you know, children and, and helping them increase their reading. But um, all of that um, that happened on the, the road to fitness um 
has got me to this point because of courage, um, determination, not like I said, courage meaning not letting my own self away myself, um, overcoming um, obstacles in life. Um, I have three grown children and two grandchildren and, um, and continuing to love fitness and love inspiring others. I'm still at it. <laughs> so uh, currently I am um, an aquatic fitness specialist, um, which is a fancy term for um, uh, higher level aquatic education. Um, and I work at Lifetime Fitness and I also teach at um, Export Fitness. Uh, I've been teaching for Export Fitness for about 13 years and Lifetime Fitness going on four years will be uh, November 1st. Um, and I teach three classes, three aqua cla- aquatic classes a week at Lifetime. Um, out of five, they have a week. Um, I have three out of the five uh, that they have at Monday through Friday. Um, also, um, I'm yoga and Pilates certified. So I teach yoga and Pilates um, at two different places. I also work at a, a small studio. I just taught there last night, which was a Pilates class. Um, called um, Dance Fuse Studios, and it's in Aurora. Um, they do Milana Zumba there. Um, but um, that's what I'm doing currently, teaching classes um, at three different locations. It used to be four. Um, I also am a certified personal trainer, so I was working at a different location, personal training a client who actually met her goals. So um, I don't have a personal, I uh, closed her out, so I don't have a personal uh, training client at the moment. But I personal trained her for about nine months, um, and straight, um, and she was an aquatic personal training, um, client and, uh, she lost like 45 pounds and she needed to do that in order to have hip replacement surgery. Um, yeah. So she had her appointment like August 1st for the doctor to evaluate, to see if she could get it. And, um, here she can get it. So, uh, she's scheduled to have her hip replacement surgery, um, the end of September. So I'm very happy to hear that. Yeah, you know, so, it's it's great um, that, that people come to us for all these different reasons, right? And sometimes it's that, like, I need to lose this weight so that I can have this hip replacement. You know, I've had that a knee replacement, and, and they just, you know, and that's, uh, it's cool work because, you know, you can get them there so that they can improve whatever that situation is and get on with their life almost. And celebrate. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, it makes you feel proud um, that you have helped someone and inspire them to stick to their goals to be able to accomplish something that will actually help them have an enjoyable lifestyle for the rest of their life. I mean, it's like um, cooler than like fitting into a dress or a suit or something then, you know, too. It's like you get this knee fixed or this hip fixed. And or off can, this medicine. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> yes, absolutely, absolutely. So, so God, really, God. really exciting part of what I'm happy to be able to do. Um, I, I did get certified to teach um, – I mean, as certified personal trainer through SCW Fitness Education, and I'm also in the middle of um, getting another certification for both uh, yoga, working on my um, 300 um, RTY uh, certification for yoga, and um, working on uh, another certification in personal training. Um, But I do hold three national certifications um, for fitness education, and um, I, I, I did fitness all while I was teaching school. People were my fellow t- teachers were like amazed that, uh, of what I was doing. And that's not all that I do. I also have two other businesses on the side, 
um, that I do. And um, my my closest friends call me Jamaican lovingly. Uh, <laughs> Amen. <laughs> On, uh, how many jobs do you have? And I tell them, <laughs> See, six. Connie, we use that all the time. <laughs> it's like, so, like, a, and I was about to say it, and I'm like, oh, she's totally gonna get this when I say this. It's, it's. This is like we said, episode 119, and we've probably pulled that on almost 100 episodes because it's the fitness industry, and that's mm-hmm. like what we kind of do. We, we do yeah. many, many things under the umbrella of of good health, and you know, yeah. it's just you kind of have to just grab this and grab that, and and uh, uh, yeah. We say it to uh, Steve Feinberg all the time. Hey, man, how many more businesses are you going to get involved with? <laughs> but, but that's, I mean, that's it. That's all the time. And actually, if we didn't tell you already, um, it's actually, Connie, we are, um, it's not Amon. It's, we are multi-potentialites. So that's what it's called. It's that we cannot just do one thing because we are so right. good at so many things. So mm-hmm. that's the new resume word. I actually need to update my resume and wonder if I should put that on if people would be like, she's making this up. But as, yeah. a former, as a former English teacher, I bet they would go look it up because they're probably like, maybe that's just a word I don't know. Look, and, it's probably in Webster's at this you know? point anyway. I mean, like, uh, <laughs> it's you know, got it. yeah, like totes and bra oh, are, in, are in Webster's. So multi-potentialite should be in there. Yes. It's, yes. So, bef- um, so go ahead. So now, aside from all that, keep going, Connie Martin. Well, um, it was really interesting. Um, so many people get into fitness industry uh, as an educator, as the, either instructor or presenter, um, or both, of course, um, for many different reasons, and or enter into the into in different ways. Some people be, be, just become an instructor and they stay an instructor and they stay in a little box. Um, and uh, for me, I was interested in it because I was in, an athlete in high school. Uh, I was in three le- three letter three letter athlete in high school. I played uh, volleyball, softball, and track. Um, and track, I, and I was also in the band <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> I was in the band since fifth grade to 11th grade, about six years. So, but I did, I had to relinquish band because I wanted to go more into, into and play softball because we actually went to state that year. So I had to give band up. So I had to have more practices, but um, I did the same uh, thing, Connie. What instrument did you play? We have to talk about this for a second. Yeah. Um, I, I was, I played softball for 11 years of my life, uh, <laughs> um, all, all the way um, through high school, um, all the way elementary school, uh, we, my, my parents had my sister, my two sisters and I on a, a park district league. Um, and we, all three of us were on the same team. All three of us are, are, are gifted athletes and they were afraid of us. <laughs> when we had, um, I played, I played left field. I was, I, as a freshman, I started, um, and what freshman. instrument did you play, Connie? Oh, I played oboe. Oh, oh, oh excuse us. <laughs> Oh, classy, Connie. Oh, Bo. Yeah, oh, I was backing away. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all right. It's you. You know, once once you have music, it never goes away. It's like a bicycle. Absolutely. You know, like, playing the orchestra and indoor band, like you know, indoor band concerts and things like that. But you don't march with an oval because it can cut your lips because of the double reed. So yes. I was put on color guard whenever we had marching season. Oh. We even went to Disney one year, and I was a captain. I became captain of the color guard. Um, uh, as a junior, I was captain of the color, color guard, and um, yes, I, I held a rifle. One year, I, the sophomore year, I held a <laughs> Illinois flag, and then I carried a rifle. Was it um, loaded? 
and it wasn't right. There's not one of the- <laughs> Niedermeyer. <laughs> You're protecting the band. Like, I wouldn't mess with you. Got, you know, I'm the one that got to say, you know, right turn. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I enjoyed I enjoyed that. So, yeah, musically, into the into, love music, all different kinds and genres now. But that was part of my, you know, part of my history was playing softball like a maniac, maniac. And, um, and uh, volleyball, I was like, but, but I also coached basketball for 16 years while I was teaching. And I also coached volleyball for eight years, um, middle school. They were at middle school. Um, I coached one year, one year high school volleyball and one year high school softball. But the rest were sixth, sixth seventh, and eighth grade um, level uh, sports, so uh, intercollegiate sports. So, and I loved that. Um, I really did enjoy um Coach, I coached softball for two years, but basketball was my major thing. And I um, took after that for my sister, who was an Olympic gold medalist in basketball. Uh, Get so, out. Which year? Yeah. My sister won a gold medal in the Olympics in 1984 in Los Angeles. Uh-huh. Um, Cheryl Miller's up, team? Yes. She was on Cheryl Miller's team, Lynette Woodard, Ann Donovan. Uh-huh. Uh, and, um, yeah. And so um, I actually – begged her many times whenever she came back to she became professional basketball player and has played all over the world for the past she played pro ball for 25 years um and she's still coaching um um small time right now but she's you know she's retired out of it been doing it for a long time um but anyway i used to beg her to come to my school i taught seventh grade the last 15 15 years of my career uh 16 years of my career i taught seventh grade language arts Uh um before that was eighth grade language arts and reading and two years at Joliet Junior College. But anyway, I invited her to come to my practices and say, you know, you know, we have an Olympic gold medals coming. You better straighten up and you know, make your layups. <laughs> That's great. But it was great. She used to come give us drills and things like that. And that and really did instill uh, the love of uh, sports and fitness. And many of those young girls who turned out to be stellar college athletes, and two of them actually went on to the WNBA. So um, it was very exciting to to see the kids grow into that and be into fitness and then have them turn around and see me at the mall. Miss Martin, Miss Martin, you were my basketball coach. You know, what are you doing? Well, I'm a national presenter now. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't understand what it is until I explain it to them what national presenter fitness uh, education is. And, but they're like, their mouths are hanging open. You know, Um, you're doing that at your age. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm still, God's blessing me and he will bless you. (laughs) So I actually just got into presenting, just winning the fitness idol contest in Midwest Mania um, uh, in 2015. Um, so I was the first place um, fitness idol winner, and I was actually broke two records with SCW. Um, I was the first person to ever win fitness idol contest doing an aqua routine on stage. Uh, no one's ever done that before. Um, so I thought as if I was teaching on the deck, which I do teach on the deck mostly now. Um, and I actually believe I was the oldest person to ever win fitness idol at 56 years old. So cool. Years young, Connie. You're kind of a big <laughs> deal, Connie. <laughs> well, God's blessed me. I'm 59 years right now and, um, and I don't feel it except for in my knees, um, I had some knee work done, but it's coming and healing just fine. And I'm getting ready to go to Philadelphia Mania in um, two weeks. So 
excited about that and um, continuing. And, uh, you'll be seeing my- some familiar faces there. It's for sure. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And I enjoyed, I enjoyed California mania and Florida mania this year. Um, and then had my little uh, surgery on my knee and I'm doing really good and come back and I have three more manias to do this year. Um, and um, looking forward to 2020. Beautiful. So, Connie, talk to us, talk to some of our listeners. I know that some people are, again, a lot of our listening base, we're just looking for, you know, new ideas, how to get moving, something that, you know, you, you know, maybe some ideas that they have not had. And something that I would love for you to address to our listeners is that you are a presenter mainly for Aqua um, when you when you go to these, you know, national conventions, which we're also a part of. Now, many people are what we're always talking about the 80%. You got the, you know, people who are like high class athletes, pro athletes, crazy endurance athletes, but that's such a 1% of our population. Talk to the people who have never maybe even tried aqua aerobics because they think, oh no, that's just for, that's just for a, you know, rehab or for grandma or whatever. You just said that you were working with someone um, and you worked with them in the water and they lost a bunch of weight. What, mm-hmm. what is, I mean, we haven't had a lot of people talk about aqua on our show, which is why I think this is really important for you to get into. Talk to us about what you do with people and how beneficial that is for someone to come to you and your programs. Mm-hmm. Um, it's quite interesting um, because really um, people, people want to come to the water for many, many different reasons. Um, it, I encourage all ages, all fitness levels, um, to try it. And to if they try it, they just get there to the pool um, and, and listen to my, me be very, very excited about it and promoting it on, on my social media pages and things like that. Getting them into the water, they can absolutely tell that it is just not a quote-unquote old ladies workout anymore. The face of aqua fitness has changed dramatically in the past decade, let alone the past five years. Um, The focus is not on aqua aerobics anymore, which is kind of like an antiquated term now. Um, It's more preferred to, uh, especially by my my mentor, Lawrence Viscontini, who's completely awesome and has completely changed my my life um, by attending his fit camp um, in January of 2017, which was right before I presented my very first uh, presenter in New York, uh, New York City. But just to let them know that it is not about just running in the water. If they are there for rehabilitation reasons, they've had a hip replacement or a knee replacement or a knee injury, or they need to be in a cardio environment that that invites resistance to the body, as well as um, building up their their um, their balance, flexibility, endurance, posture, um, and all, and plus course, cardiovascular, um, it's a challenge to them if they make it a challenge. So one of the things I say to anyone who is in doubt about coming to the water, and I actually had this one lady come to the water who, um, she has multiple sclerosis and she's never been in the water before. And she was very fearful of being in the water. And I actually have, you know, I have a wonderful people in the class that are willing to, you know, stand by someone who's new, introduce themselves. And it's kind of like a, a joyful environment whenever I teach. Um, Cause we want all inclusion, all levels. 
And she's found out that she absolutely loved it. We could have gave her a noodle. She can hang on to a noodle and move at her own pace, her own rate. And she loves it. Then I have the I have the super athletes who come to the gym every day and and work out and they're fit. So they're all looking for me every time I teach to say, okay, here's your progression. So a lot, most, I'd say 90% of the time, I'm offering progressions for movements in the pool. And I also, 100% of the time, offer uh, regressions in the pool, which is the level that they can choose that's maybe a little bit lower, a little bit easier, not as quite as intense. But I give people options. So I always say at the beginning of every class, you know, pick a number between one and 10. One is the easiest you can work. 10 is the hardest you can work. Really, I'm asking them for the, the rate of exertion. And I'm let them choose their perceived rate of exertion. And they can decide how they want, how hard they want to work from song to song um, or movement to movement. Um, and they find out that it's challenging. I look at them I'm like, are you out of breath? All right, fabulous. Let's take it another notch higher. Uh, <laughs> so I can, get, I can get you out of breath. Trust me. <laughs> and and feeling, feeling very, very good when you get out. So you have that water. That water is magnificent. It's all around you. All the properties of water, the viscosity of water, the, the, the depth that you choose to, put, to sink your body in. You have releasing and relieving impact on, the jo- on your joints. Um, so you're able to jump higher, run faster, longer in your body sense um, and be able to become but there's so many benefits to aquatic um, exercise which is in a different category as of aquatic training so you there's aquatic training i'm also um a certified wtrx uh trainer uh which is through lifetime and speedos collaboration called wtr where it's hit intensity it's it's hit in the pool so it's you know you're working out for a period of 30 seconds and you have a period of 15 seconds to recover but you're really running from one station to another during that 15 seconds so there's different specialized equipment that i use at five different stations four to five different stations in the, in the water and that that looks completely different than my regular aquatic class where it's original choreography so other you know instructors it depends on your level of education as an aquatic because if you don't have a lot of that, if you're not certified in aqua, in aqua um, you may not have the level of of, of, um, of skill, I should say, to be able to present different choreography and different moves to your clients or your participants that they would need in order to progress a higher level of cardiovascular fitness, if that makes sense. So I would, I so would I, actually say then what you're saying is that really our listeners need to you know, if you're going to check out, you know, any sort of workouts in the water that they really need Mm -hmm. to do their research. Like if it's a water aerobic class, if that's what it says, it's going to be longer durations of, you know, lower heart rate moves as opposed to something that's more of, you know, we're working the intervals, we're working, you know, the heart rate, we're, we're really recovering and then we're going hard. So it's, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of, you can get out of it what you put into it, I guess. I mean, any class, but for water, some people, I think there's that stigma, like, well, I'm not going to get a, as good of workout in the water or it's rehab only or whereas I think that that's something that people need to get over and realize that it's a yeah. very intense workout mm-hmm. if you It is. It is. Um, one of my class, one of my workshops is called Tabata Turbulence Core H2O 
Um, and Tabata Turbulence Core H2O is a, a completely strength training cardiovascular core workout. So people have the misconception to think that, oh, I'm not going to get in water, work my core. That's completely opposite of what it actually is. You cannot help but work your core. The second you are standing in the water, you are working your core. And that goes throughout the entire duration of your class, whether it's an hour, whatever, what I call my, um, all my water fitness sessions are water classes are an hour. Um, you are working your core constantly. Why? Because you have to balance yourself as you even walk, run, jump, hop, skip, turn, twist, jack, ski, whatever you're doing, which we do all of and kickboxing, whatever you're doing in the water, you have to constantly keep your core, um, intact and draw your navel to your spine and stay stabilized using your all of your abdominal stabilizers and your pelvic floor so another session that i teach is um uh, called aqua dance so aqua dance is 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 not going to be the tabata turbulence core h2o or necessarily be um another type of creative choreography class that i teach it's um all about incorporating your 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 control of your body as you're doing um, dance moves in the water. So, um, it's just the amount, amount of creativity that you put into it. But to t- tell someone that's novice, that's never been to the pool before, try it, try it. And you might like it and you probably will like it because there's something for everyone. Every time that I teach, I teach to all fitness levels. So if you're just a beginner or novice coming to the pool, choose this level of intensity or choose this level of movement pattern. If you're, um, intermediate, go with me. You don't have with the beat of the music because you you can but you don't have to if you're an upper level fitness you know person there's always an opportunity for you to take progressions and get a great workout no matter you know no matter what so i encourage people to try it try it mikey you might like it <laughs> <laughs> all right connie I've, I've really this is like this is a legit question this is okay ready are you ready for this yeah okay so anytime that i observe water classes any i i want to say almost 95 percent. i'm going to throw it at that 95 percent of water classes that i observe in different gyms and box gyms and this and that whatever i'm going to say in the united states i'm going to that's the in the united states the music is legit no one under 60 is going to that class i'm just going to throw that out there and i'm being very honest here's the other thing Anytime I have been outside of the United States, traveling anywhere, and I see any sort of pool workouts that are at resorts or in different countries, the music is amazing. What is going on, Connie? And am I giving a generalization or is there some truth in that, please? Um, you said – I wanted to make sure I heard what you said. You said anyone under 60 like, will not come to – like the music. what are they playing? Like Perry Como? Like it's very kind of like not as just <laughs> let's beat, say it's... not as upbeat. Very much like oh, okay. catering okay. to a certain generation. What kind of music are you playing, Connie Martin? I'm, gotcha. I'm just I'm just curious as to what your thoughts are on that because what I'm yeah. what I'm saying is is not uncommon for people that when they come to me they say that. And I said, I, I don't know. Like, I, you know, I thought about it the other day and I'm like, wow, that's, I, I, what, what are the, what are your thoughts on that? Because, 
you know, it is something I, when I was in college and I was playing volleyball, we had water trainings. We trained plyometrics in the pool. That was a part mm-hmm. of our conditioning and it was absolutely very powerful jump training. But mm-hmm. what, what's going on? And is that true or am I just mm-hmm. making things up? No. Um, you know what? It all depends on where you're teaching and your population. You always have to look at your population. So even, even in, in all of my, you know, aquatic classes that I teach, you look at the population. If your population is, looks like it's, you know, seventies to nineties, which I do have three in their eighties who come to every class I teach. Um, awesome. the, oldest, the, oldest, the oldest lady I have in my class, um, is 80, eight years old. And then, um, the next one's 86. I'm going to be 87 next month. And then the other one's 83. And then I have a 77 year old, 76 year old. Um, and I go all the way down to 16, uh, years old. Um, and now they're back in school, you know, Man. so all summer younger people in, in my class is coming and I do have maybe five in their twenties that come regularly. I have, I have you know, and 15 in their 30s, 40s, 50s. The average age in my class is around 48, 50. Um, the music. The music depends on their not only their the age that they're at or and their, also their ability level. So they're not going to want to, you know, hear, um, you know, a lot of rap music if they're in their older, elder, elder ages. They're, you know, they want something they can relate to or assimilate. So the best thing I can advise people to do is pick a variety of music within their playlist. Pick music from the 90s, the 80s, the fifth, the 60s, you know, throw one in there. I don't really go down to the 50s, but I have done um, music that in the fitness format. Um, I, I use power music, um, power music now, and you have thousands of songs to pick from. So it's really about uh, learning about you know, where your music's coming from and how you use the music and the and the beats per minute that you choose. So I love Power Music app because uh, Power Music Now app because I can change the beats per minute um, to 130 beats per minute for all the songs or lower some down to 128, 129. One, I usually stay around 128, 129, 130 beats per minute in the pool. Now that's that's a nice strong beat. That's a nice. Sure. Um, to work out at in the water you're not slow you're not slow or sluggish but you can choose to not follow that beat um i would encourage people to become more educated about the varieties of music that are out there today on the market not all your music would be so totally suitable coming from youtube because they the varies they the song to song varies the different uh, beats per minute but offer variety in your class and and watch your participants as they work out to the music and see how their reactions are. If they react and they really like the, you know, um, music coming from um, Elvis. I have an Elvis Presley, that song that they absolutely love. <laughs> um, a little less conversation. Yeah. I actually have a playlist for one of my sessions that I teach called Waves on Fire Active Agers. And they love that song. A little less conversation. <laughs> a little more action. I was, I, as soon as you said Elvis, I was hoping that that was what I was actually going to ask you if that's what it is. That's great. Yeah. Great tune for any yeah. setting. Yeah. Beats per minute has gone up to 130. You know what I'm saying? So um, I can adjust that to a different speed that that's desirable for water fitness movement. Um, but they just need to be more educated about the different varieties of music that are out there. Offer, you know, current music. We I have current music on my, on my tracks as well. Um, different genres of music on my playlists as well I experiment I'm like okay they didn't like that one as much or they like this one more or 
Um, you know, I've got people after a song high-fiving each other, you know, because you know, <laughs> that was jam. I got people getting out of the pool telling me, Connie, I loved your music today, you know, and I, I, I listen to so much music. I change my playlist every two to three weeks. So some people keep a playlist for five, six weeks. I think that's way too long. They get bored with the song song. And I teach three different classes. So I have three different playlists. So my participants who are maybe who are the same participants that keep coming and some just can't make it on Monday, but they come on Tuesday. So I know which ones come on Monday, Tuesday, or Friday. But I have three different playlists for Monday, Tuesday, Friday. And I'm always changing those playlists every three weeks. So they have an opportunity to hear different music. And if they say, oh, I really like that song that you had three weeks ago. Can you play that again? I'll revolve that and put it back into a playlist for another week or so. So it's just experimenting with music and finding what people are in to get in tune with, how, how hard they work in the water to particular song or playlist. Um, and that's just give you a different into intuition uh, to your participants to make their workout uh, more quality workout and more enjoyable. I think what's important is that our listeners realize that this is, and the reason I asked that question is because some people really think that that's it. Um, and I think that, you know, there is a, there is an opportunity that I think mm-hmm. a lot more people need to get into the pool. And you know what? Yeah. I think that, I think you're absolutely right. I think you should cater to your population. And I think mm-hmm. that I would get into the pool more if it was a little bit, you know, if, if there were classes that did appeal to, you know, wider range of people, if there, if there were instructors that did, you know, get highly educated and, and do you have yes. the ability to say here, I want you to do this and make it a lot harder or, you know, here are some mm-hmm. other opportunities, you know, I just, it's out there. And I want our listeners to realize that there's so many different ways to get fit. And if, guess what? Not everyone has to be a runner. You know, not everyone has to be on that bike, but we got to find something that you enjoy. And if it's, it can be aqua and it can help your life, then, then let's Mm -hmm. do it. Connie, we got to talk about, um, some of the other things that you have going on right now, because there's something else I know that you have been presenting with, um, SCW Mania conventions, but, um, there's something else that's in the mix that I need you to talk about to our listeners. And you are one of the, I guess, what owners or managers Found, yeah, and founders. founders talk to us about what is happening this spring of 2020. Well, um, a group of fitness professionals, um, and companies and entities, and I'm one of them, um, came together, um, asked co-creators to create an accredited fitness convention, pretty much that caters to group fitness and dance education. Um, other conventions that we've kind of did some research and found other conventions are more catered to um, group fitness, personal training, strength, um, and mind-body. And we feel that the focus on diverse dance educators and dance education was kind of missing. Um, the Group X uh, Dance Arena is one of the largest, that, as we know, in the fitness industry. Um, and it seems to be what is saving gyms to this date. Many, many smaller gyms are going out of business. Um, and when they bring, you know, something, other ones in, other, you know, major dance um, companies and one being Zumba, but there's hundreds more um, that's kind of saving their gyms. Um, just to let you know that the convention is called Move Fitness and Dance Education Convention. And um, we are very happy to be able to have the opportunity to um, open up our convention in uh, um, the spring, which is April. The new convention date is April 24th through 26th, 2020. 
and it's going to be at the Georgia Tech Recreation Center, which is a beautiful facility uh, that we're happy to be able to do it. So we we had to kind of really put our feet to put our bootstraps on and get our feet running to the floor um, to find a new convention site since we actually had the first one. Uh, our first convention was planned in uh, New Orleans, August 2nd through 4th. But of course, um, and Mother Nature Barry, um, the, um, Hurricane Barry kind of put a damper on that because our, our whole area of New Orleans and the French quarters where our hotel was, was flooded. So we um, are picking up and moving with great spirits and determination to go to Atlanta, Georgia in April of 2020. Um, it's going to be at, like I said, the Georgia Tech campus um, recreation center. And it's real. this place is really unique. I don't know if anybody really knew that, knows that if they um, thought about it, but this facility was built for the 1996 Olympics, mm-hmm. uh, which was catered to Olympians. Um, it has a gorgeous Olympic size pool, huge workout facility. It's bigger space then the room size venue it's the size of a hotel it's got four floors it's a great location right downtown atlanta it's a from downtown atlanta sites and um and shopping of course and you can also you know go downtown and enjoy that while you're visiting our educational convention but it was formerly known as georgia tech aquatic center and georgia tech student athletic center as part of the georgia tech campus back in 1977 after the olympics was over in 96 so um, this aquatic center that they have was like $16 million plus, $16 million to, to build that. But then it was renovated. It actually it holds a world's record of having the, the first, um, first, actually the upper floor is of the multi-purpose room and courts and was added by using suspension of from the roof. And this set a record for the world's largest suspended concrete structure um, that's fully connected to the rest of the facility. So we, um, my my role on the MOVE um, board is the Director of Education and Group Fitness. So I look at people who want to apply as a presenter, um, as a presenter, either, either they're a presenter with a brand or non-brand, we encourage them to, to apply so that we can get the best talent that we could possibly get, just like any other convention would try, would try to do. Uh, we want the best of the best of what, the, of what you have to offer and what you are um, um, fully, fully um, certified to be able to teach and bring your talents and unique gifts to our convention to make it bring excitement um, to our convention that's coming up in, in, in April. So we really, really... Um, Look for the highly talented instructors who are come out of the box and um, really want to improve their their fitness career and become a national presenter, which is the next level up from just a regular instructor. Um, and then if they have a brand they want to bring, then they can grow their brand. So we believe in entrepreneurship. We have at our convention we have not only dance a lot of dance sessions, we also have group fit and strength sessions. We also have uh, mind body. Um, sessions, um, business lecture sessions that include um, how to start your own fitness business, entrepreneurship, uh, different um, things that you want to develop within your your company, um, leadership, um, business sessions uh, as well, and um, we're growing from there. 
we're growing from there. We, we're going to have a lot more um, going on at our at our convention. So we're looking for applications, um, sponsors, and vendors. Go to www.moveconvention.com and apply if they want to try to uh, become a presenter. We have different, you know, there's different um, situations for everyone that presents, depending on your experience presenting. Um, but this is our first year. It is our inaugural year as a convention, and we're very excited um, excited about it. And it's cross our fingers all the way because you never know, but we, we really want to be successful. And we really, really want to encourage people to to come out um, to that. One, one bonus that we do have is that we're going to be at a college campus. So we're the college campus. There's a whole lot of, um, of young people that are just, it started in the fitness industry um, who are willing here to help and, and our, use our convention um, as an internship type of situation where we're um, trying to get in and see what this is all about, see what, what, what possibilities they may have in, in changing or improving their career, um, either in fitness, business, um, or entrepreneurship. So um, that's an exciting part of it as well. But I'm pumped, Connie. Well, a, and, a, I didn't realize it was I, at that aquatic center because I was at the 96 Olympics in Atlanta and I actually did see swim. I did, I did see swimming, um, and volleyball and all this other stuff down there. Yeah. And, um, and yeah. I actually have stayed at the Georgia Tech alumni hotel right down in, uh, the hotel a couple of years ago when I was in Atlanta, just kind of crossing, coming by through the night. Um, from, I don't know. I was traveling for something, of course. Um, but I stayed there for the evening and, and did walk around the campus for the first time. And it's absolutely gorgeous. So for all of our listeners, anyone that's even in the Atlanta area and we, you know, we'll release this, um, you know, in there as well. And I know, uh, you know, Elena Sanders is a friend of the podcast as well. So oh, I love her, love her as well. We'll send that to her and, you know, and try and get this out as well. Um, and she's in the area. So, um, for the listeners that don't know, I'm actually going to be at the move convention this year presenting. Yeah, um, <laughs> I am super excited. So for all you guys that are, you know, kind of looking for something a little bit different, um, mm-hmm. you know, or even, even if you're not in the fitness industry and you're in the area or hell, you want to go to Atlanta for a weekend cause it's freaking awesome. I love that city. Um, Downtown is gorgeous. Oh, it's great. It's absolutely great. And you know what? If you just like cars and you want to see really nice cars, <laughs> just go out because I love cars and I just watch. Me too. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's fantastic. Um, <laughs> So, Connie, we're going to put all that information up on our website, the the link to the Move Convention um, and all your information as well, because, um, you know, people got to get on this because if this is this is April and, you know, we got to start. This would be a great Christmas present for people yeah. or Hanukkah <laughs> or really anything yeah. you're celebrating, you know, <laughs> got it. So before um, we wrap up today, Connie, there's one last thing I want you to, to just talk about. You are involved with quilts, and I want you to just mention this because I think it's really important because you have such a diverse background. What the heck yeah. is that about? Oh, my goodness. Um, so I, in the past, I guess since 20, I don't know, for a, longer than that, um, my mother um, is, an, is, an, is a published author and retired educator as well, and a retired administrator uh, with a doctorate degree. She wrote a book about our family called Lizzie's Story, A Slave Family's Journey to Freedom. I uh, actually have read that book to my, my class the past 12 years I've taught. Um, she created this, this, this 
um, lecture, pretty much that's a presentation um, that she's done for like the past 18 years, traveling all across the country on high demand, high request to tell our family story and how our family had trials and tribulations and struggles to become free as slaves. We actually did research and found out that that I am actually my mom descendant. I am actually sixth descendant of slave family that was bought and purchased from Ghana, Africa and brought chain speckled aboard a slave ship and landed at Annapolis, Maryland and was purchased by a slave owner who we found because we found all this information in a Bible and the Bible was dated back. Um, the, the Bible is actually dated 1898, but the information inside the Bible came was dated back to 1850. So we have information prior to the Emancipation Proclamation about the name of the slave owners who owned my family, the plantation that it was on, and lots of the information that was given about quilts and the quilts codes that were used by slaves and abolitionists that gave hidden codes and hidden messages also through special stitching, not only through the, the pattern of the quilts, patterns within the quilt and special stitching that gave secret codes and messages to them to help them escape on the underground railroad. So when I retired from teaching in 2015, my mother passed this on to me. My mom's now 81. Um, and she said, Hey, this is your gift. I'm getting you a business and it is a viable business. So I'm in high demand. So I actually have four bookings coming up. Um, the next booking that I have is actually uh, September 14th and um, in Moments, Illinois at library. So I do present this presentation that tells family stories, the history of the quilts that was, that was actually not even came, not even came into um, public notice until it was printed um, in 1970. So it's it, it such a secret. It was highly, highly secretive to not tell what, the codes meant. And it was such a huge secret. Nobody ever talked about it. Generations later, nobody ever talked about it. Nobody, nobody revealed what the secret codes were. Not many families were privy to the information. My family was. There's hundreds of thousands of people who, of course, were ancestors of slaves. Many of them do not know that code because it was not revealed to them, nor their family um, heritage um, because they were not privy to that information. So somehow my family was privy to the information um, through my great, great, great grandmother. Um, so we understood that that who was a slave, Leah and Eli were the first slaves that came and they had two sons, uh, Josh and Reuben, um, who was bought as a family. And they were, like I said, t- taken down over the, uh, from Annapolis, Maryland, t- walking chained to the back of the wagon over the Appalachian mountains landed in Leesburg, Kentucky. That's where my base of my family um, comes from. Um, and my mom's actually from Kentucky, of course, and um, developed the story from all the stories that she had in, in her head and was told to her as a child by my great grandmother, her grandmother. Um, she shared a room with her grandmother and her grandmother, she called affectionately mama, told her all these stories about our family sneaking out, helping slaves on plantations with fear of death. I mean, you get caught, you are going to be beaten within inches of your life or, or even worse, sold away from your family uh, to, a, to a further south was the, mo- was the most fear than even a beating. Um, but the quilt codes have become um, such a high interest because it's of historical value, of course, that libraries, retirement communities, nursing homes, schools, 
elementary, middle school, college level, um, quilt guilds, women's auxiliary clubs. I've done so many different types of um, of presentations. I actually have two different presentations, one for adults and one for children um, that I've done many, many schools in the area as well. But they really, really love it at the library. So I've probably done over 25 libraries in the past year, um, uh, a couple, couple of years, I should say. Um, and they, and it's really, really well received. So I have, uh, three libraries coming up and one, um, women's community. Oh, um, historical society. So I'll be presenting at the Carol, Carol stream, historical women's historical society. It's not women's, but it's, it's a historical society, um, that I'll be presenting it as well. Um, and it's well received. It's an hour and 10 minute presentation. I use a PowerPoint presentation and I educate not only about the quilts and the quilt codes, but I also tell about the history of the underground railroad. Who's, where did it come from? Who's there the underground railroad? Um, why was it such a secret, um, entity for so many years? And, um, what, you know, what was the reason why slavery was started in the, in the beginning? So there's many different uh, aspects that I hit during that presentation. That's educational. We're sitting there with their mouths hanging open. And I want to go over there for the Kleenex to catch their drool, but it's very exciting. Um, very exciting. And, uh, to do that. And I, uh, and my mom is the one who, who made 18 different quilts, rep, quilt replicas, quilt replicas. She has probably probably eight or so original quilts that are over 300 years old that were oh, passed wow. on to her, let out of her sight. She would, people said, well, why doesn't she take it to the museum in, in Washington, D.C., Smithsonian and everything? And she goes, well, I'll let my children decide to do that when I'm gone. Uh, but, but right now, I don't want my quilts to go out, you know, to go out into the public. Because why? Because you can't touch quilts. You can't touch them with your hands. They have to be specially packaged um, and protected so that they, the, the oils from your fingers don't disintegrate the cloth. Um, just like paper turns brown after so many years, right. you want to protect it, uh, protect the fabrics um, and the um, continuity of the structure of the quilt. So she doesn't let those out of her sight, but she made quilt replicas. And the quilt replicas have the same patterns, just newer fabrics, bright, vibrant, gorgeous fabrics that I hang on three um, racks there's 18 quilts, so there's each rack is two tiered, one higher than the other, and I can put six quilts on each rack, and I spread those out in front on either side of a of a projection screen, and then I show the PowerPoint presentation and talk about the quilts throughout the presentation, and I usually start with some music, some some um, some music that's called, they were called Negro spirituals back in the day that um, are very very nice, and it sets a nice atmosphere right when the people are walking in and listening to. Um, beautiful um, music, spirituals, um, and um, and then I start the presentation. And it's such an interesting thing, fact to know that how many other people may have a quilt they never knew may or may not have a code in it. Um, and they always ask me, you know, does this have a code? Does that have a code? But <laughs> you know, all all quilt, all the quilts, all the quilts together is called one code. Okay, even though each quilt has their own pattern. It's like, for example, one quilt pattern is the bear's claw. The bear's claw is only found in certain regions where there might be black bears or bears that leave tracks along the water. And if you saw bear's paws and you're escaping and you're in the forest in the woods and you saw them, you'd be wary of have the baby uh, bears because the mother's going to be highly defensive if they have cubs, of course. But you're looking for their tracks because they're going to lead to water. 
And if it leads to water, then you're going to look around for berries and you're going to eat fish. They know that they, they can find fish and frogs and, um, you know, things to eat on the way on the journey there. Um, another one's called wagon wheel. If you saw the wagon wheel, um, um, at a particular safe house, which the safe houses mean that's the safest place to stop on your route to Canada or your route to Niagara Falls, which is different, many different routes. There were many different routes um, that lead to freedom on the Underground Railroad. And there's several in Illinois that I actually have two slides that I talk about what were safe. There were safe houses in Illinois, actual, that actually slaves actually stopped in and stayed there undernight. And the people there or, or, or totally abolitionists. Um, I, I actually, so, I know of one that's, that's right up the street from where we are right now. That's here in New Jersey. Um, very interesting. Fabulous. 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 And I would love to investigate that next time. I get a, <laughs> next time I, <laughs> I'll send, I'll send you the info on it. Cause it's, it's rather well known, but it's uh you know, it's now it's a Quaker church uh, and it's been a Quaker church for some time. Oh, I would love that information. Thank you. Thank you. So yeah. I actually have visited, uh, about seven different uh, slave, um, safe, safe, safe houses that they're called a safe house. It could be a, it could be a, a house, it could be a barn, it could be a church, it could be you know a, a graveyard, different places that people stop that it's become memorialized n- and known publicly or registered as a safe house. some are, are are actually registered safe houses uh, to be protected forever um, in the United States. Um, that lead there are specific routes that lead to Canada. One of the main one was, of course, was crossing through the Detroit over the Detroit River and crossing into Ontario. Right. Another one that was a much a major one would take you through the through the East Coast, all the way up uh, through into Niagara Falls and all the way into Nova Scotia. So um, it's very very interesting that you asked. Thank you for telling me. And I do present internationally and nationally all across the country. A majority of my presentations lately have been in Illinois. Um, but I have presented other, other states and welcome that as well. And it's really to tell my family story. How did my family get into knowing the quote codes and things, which is such privilege, highly privileged information. Um, so, and my, I can, my great grandmother used to make, make some quilt coats uh, under secret and have on Sunday quilting parties. There used to be sun, sun, on slaves used to have, have an opportunity just on Sunday to have a potluck and, um, they'd have these women's quilting little guilds um, that they'd be able to do. And some women didn't know what the code wo- of quote was, and some women did. Um, so that's what made it really completely interesting and um, displaying the quilt. So every time I take the quilt off, quilt off of a rack, I open it up, you hear oohs and ahs. And, <laughs> it's, it's it's fascinating and, and intense. Yeah. I mean, that's an intense topic and an intense place to travel back to. I would have loved to have Connie when I was lecturing and, you know, teaching English would have been much more fascinating than my, you know, I'd always be like, where do you think the biggest slave trading city was? And they'd name all these cities. And I'm like, Annapolis. And they're like, wait, what? You know, it's, it's fascinating. And one of the ports at that time, there were many other ports. Right. That was one of the largest. So Connie, Please, before we before we wrap up today, will you tell our listeners all of your information, which we're going to put on our social media platforms as well? How can they find you? How can they find information about uh, the Move Convention? Go. Sure. Um, Move Convention is www.moveconvention.com. And you go to that website, you're going to find all the information uh, about the, the site that we're going to be at in New Orleans. I mean, in, in uh, Atlanta. Atlanta. And also, <laughs> uh, also in Atlanta, is in Atlanta, Georgia. 
Um, and also, if you would like to become a presenter, a vendor, or a sponsor, um, we're welcoming that. Um, also, um, besides the MOVE convention, uh, my email address is ConnieMartinFitness at Yahoo.com. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, two different Facebook pages. Connie Martin uh, is one Facebook page, and I have another one that's a fitness fan page. That's Connie Martin Fitness for Life. I also have an Instagram page called Connie Martin Fitness for Life. Um, and um, that's mostly what I can say. I'm working on my webpage. I have a webpage that I'm building right now for the quilt presentations. Um, and I teach at Lifetime Fitness in Warrenville, <laughs> Illinois. <laughs> there you go. Come check it out. As as you yep. said, Connie, come to the water. <laughs> yes, come to the water. It's wonderful. <laughs> Many people it. leave my class. They come to my class. My classes are, are, are nice and nice and full. Uh, I usually average about 33 people per class. Some classes are 40, 45. Um and they really range between 30 and 45. Um, so I have pretty big classes every time I teach. And um, I never have anybody, you know, um, say that they regretted coming to my class. They come out of the water smiling. Uh, they, you know, think, oh, my legs are so heavy, you know. Uh, but they say, oh, I'll be back tomorrow. You know, or you Friday. I got a, just, just got a messenger from one of my uh, participants. I'll be back Friday. You are awesome. So it makes you feel good. It's fantastic. You know you're contributing to their fitness health and their and then leading them toward a healthy lifestyle is very fulfilling and um, makes me happy. They want to continue to do that. Well, Connie, we are very happy and very thankful that you came and joined the two fit crazies in a microphone today. So thank you so much. <laughs> you're welcome. Connie, it was I- fantastic. I, the, the quilt stuff is, is fascinating to me and, and, uh, Keep carrying that torch. That's uh, that's that's a tremendous journey and a gift that your mother's given you. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And if you want to go on Amazon, you can find the book "Lizzie's Story: A Slave Family's Journey to Freedom" by Dr. Clarice Boswell. Love it, love it, mm-hmm. Connie. Thank you so much. We'll uh, catch up with you in a couple weeks. Uh, the two fit crazies here when we see you in Philly, uh, and yeah. uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll keep uh, our listeners aware of anything you have coming up, and uh, we'll keep it moving. Exactly, move right. convention, keep it moving. Got it? Uh-huh. Absolutely, absolutely. I'll be in Philly, Midwest Mania, and Boston Mania coming up in December. So I'm so excited and very grateful to have the opportunity to be presented for SCW Fitness Education. Uh, love, love, love it. And that's, I feel like they're, they're part of my family as well. And very excited to have my new family move, uh, move family for the move convention as well. And excited to have the opportunity to grow and um, experience that, uh, that convention life. Well, we're behind you, Connie. So whatever you need, we got you. So our listeners will hear all that information on our social media platforms. And um, with that said, it is Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are two fit crazies. And the microphone. We are where it's at. Peace. (laughs)